0: Grey, welcome to Partakers Podcast. Come and listen. Paul writing in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 16 to 18. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary trouble are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So, we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. I wonder if sometimes you feel just like giving up, throwing it all away, and just being buried by whatever is burdening you. I guess I guess, almost everyone has felt like that at one time or another. And maybe it's because you are undergoing troubles or suffering, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, uh, financially. Whatever it is, as a Christian you are to persevere. And we persevere because we are not alone in our troubles, even though sometimes it feels like it. And also, if we think about it, reflecting back on those verses by Paul, in the light of eternity, The time of endurance through these troubles is but the blink of an eye. Wow! So how are you and I to respond to suffering and other troubles? And naturally we either go two ways. We either treat them too flippantly or we are far too serious about them. And the response that God wants his followers to have is to be exercised by it. And when you and I undergo any suffering or trouble, we are to commit it to God. We are to endure through it and understand that He is faithful and that it will eventuate in His being glorified and also for our own good. Romans 8 verse 28 and 1 Peter 4 verse 18. And we are to be joyful when enduring suffering we are commanded. James one two. Now I admit, that that can be pretty hard to do. But you know what? We're not left alone. If you're a Christian, the Holy Spirit indwells you. And if you are his follower, and as one of his names suggests, he is the comforter, then he also provides comfort during the difficult times. So just as he perseveres, so are we. Perseverance in relation to God and His work is the continuous operation of the Holy Spirit in your life as a believer. It is a work of divine grace that is begun in your heart and it is continued and will be brought through to completion. As a Christian, you will never perish and nobody or nothing can snatch you out of His hand. You, if you're a Christian, have eternal life and you will not be condemned and passed from death to life, John 5 verse 24, because God, who has begun a good work in you, will continue and carry it on to completion. Don't let anybody steal your joy. You are to be shielded by God's power, 1 Peter 1 verse 15, and nothing, nothing, nothing can ever separate you from God's love for you through Christ, according to Paul in Romans 8, verse 38 to 39. And God's whole purpose for you is to see you transformed into the very image of Jesus Christ. His purpose for you is to make you holy, and this is where perseverance for you as a Christian comes in. He may well, as we know from experience and through reading the Bible, use some form of temporal suffering in order to achieve this. But as we've said, in the light of of all eternity, that will not be for long, merely a, a blink of the eye. And you, you are to keep your eyes focused on Jesus Christ, you are to carry your cross daily and be willing to be obedient to him. You, you are to run the race with eyes looking ahead, forgetting what is past, and not looking back at what in the past had entangled you. And yes, it's hard to forget, but with the help of the Holy Spirit, it is possible. As a Christian, you are to persevere in your relationship with God. Obey Him, follow Him. Ask questions humbly of Him and expect Him to answer, particularly if you don't understand something. Persevere in your prayers, your Bible study, your relationships with God and other people. God will persevere with you, turning you gradually into the image of His Son, Jesus Christ. God will not abandon you, but you are free to abandon Him if you so desire. And even if you did abandon Him, he would still continue to call you back to himself. So if he perseveres, so must we, through our troubles and our good times. But why? Why do we persevere? From those Bible verses I read at the beginning, we read that character results from persevering, and as a Christian, You are to be transformed and developed and to be working on improving your service and being transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. That is God's ultimate purpose for you. But in order to do that, we need to find out what needs to be developed. And these characteristics that I'm going to say will help you to measure how much the Holy Spirit has been free in order to develop your character. So firstly, we have persistence and endurance. And persistence and endurance is developing staying power to hold courageously while under fire. In other words, bulldog tenacity. Things like criticism, circumstances, opposition and problems and troubles can stop you cold, if you allow them. And the problem is that we sometimes think the Christian life is a sprint race, when in fact... It is a marathon, where a second or third wind of the long, hard grind is necessary. What is it that stops you, or tries to stop you? The size of a person is determined by what it takes to stop them. Winners are people who have formed the habit of doing things that failures hate to do. Don't let anything stop you. Persist and endure. And then we have resistance. And this is not resistance to ideas, but resistance to opposition and discouragement. Criticism is the occupational hazard for all leaders, 1 Peter 2, verse 20 to 24. As a Christian, you are a leader. And discouragement is a cancer of the Spirit. So be resistant to discouragement and hypercriticism. Let the Holy Spirit encourage you. And then we have servanthood, Matthew 20, verse 26 to 28. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Priority is to be given to service. An essential part of developing character is serving. Think about it. If Jesus as King and God could be a humble servant, in that he came to earth as a member of his own creation, then you and I can also be identified as humble servants. And then fourthly, we have a consistent example. Modelling is the greatest unconscious form of learning that we know of. And as Paul writes in Philippians 3 verse 17 to 4 verse 9, he writes, Follow me as I follow Christ. Whether you like it or not, People are watching you and following you. But are you following Jesus Christ closely? Those who are following and watching you do not always do what you tell them to do, but they will do what you do. And then we have self-mastery. You need to be unencumbered by the things that will weigh you down. This is the danger of an affluent society. We are the travel light, according to Hebrews chapter 12. So you need to decide what is good and what is evil. And the real decision is between that which is good, that which is better, and that which is better or best. Always, always, always choose the best. And then, then you are to have a virile private life. Two things to keep in balance are involvement and isolation. You cannot do enough for others if you are constantly in the company of others. Yet you also need time alone, but not as a complete hermit. And then confidence. The number one problem in our culture today is a lack of confidence. Paul said in Philippians 4 verse 13, I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. That was Paul's confidence. For you, as a Christian, And as a Christian disciple, self-confidence is to be Christ-confidence. This is not self-egotism. Say to yourself, I can't lose, I can only make mistakes. Confidence is spawned by the ability to say that magic word, no. The New Testament is the doctrine of moderation in all things. You don't have to do everything you are capable of achieving. Then there's teachability. You are to be teachable because then you will have an unlimited ceiling of being taught. Key part of your being a Christian disciple is a willingness to be taught by other people, even if you are in a teaching role. Then nine, a positive attitude. The danger in becoming negative is that it is a root of bitterness sets up and grows. The greatest therapy is that of thanksgiving and prayer And Bible reading, God says you can do it, Satan says you can't possibly do it. And then 10th, your capacity to believe God. What is there in your life that you are trusting in God for, that he alone can do? In your life, Jesus is to have the supremacy and glory over all things and all aspects of your life. Whatever you're going through, whatever troubles and suffering, persevere and develop character. Allow yourself to be transformed daily by God the Holy Spirit into the image of God the Son in obedience to the will of God the Father. For more to think about, please do ask yourself the following questions, writing them down if you can, and see how you respond or react to them. Then why not share your answers with your spouse or a close friend, so that you can pray over any issues together. Question 1. After reading 2 Timothy 2, verse 11 to 13, what motivates me to endure and persevere? Question 2. After reading Philippians 3, verse 17, how can I follow Jesus Christ more closely? And question 3. After reading 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7, What is there in my life that where I show trust in God for that which he alone can do? That's it for today. Come back every day to www.partakers.co.uk where there is something uploaded to help you as a Christian disciple wherever you are in this world to live for Jesus Christ. Our books are also available on our Amazon site at www.pulptheology.com See you later!